0: locked on podcast network and odyssey present locked on today
1: can the jets transformation be a success if the raiders are at a crossroads which path will they choose plus why aren't the ravens in the contender conversation i'm peter Bukowski. starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports you're locked on today
2: searching all major sports found. Let's start with the biggest story.
1: Not unlike New York City, the place in a pandemic world, the New York Jets are undergoing a massive transformation in the 2021 season. They bring in Robert Sala and Matt LaFleur's brother, Mike LaFleur, to run the Jets on the coaching side. And they bring in Zach Wilson with the number two overall pick from under center. Elijah Moore, the rookie receiver, has been fantastic by all reports in camp. And theoretically, the arrow is pointing up. Joining me now from Locked On Jets, John Butchko, And and John, when we look at this team, we do not expect, at least I don't think a a reasonable person suggests that they are going to be a a, a real NFC contender this season. So what does success actually look like this season? It's difficult to
3: define it, I think. You know, I, I could tell you six wins, seven wins. I think ultimately... You want this team, by the end of the season, to you want it to seem like this team is heading in the right direction, and mm. that's you know that comes into play a couple different ways. You know, you mentioned Zach Wilson. You want him to look like he belongs. You want some 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 other members of this rookie class, Elijah Moore, who has a out in training camp, although dealing with an injury last week or so. You want him to look like. But you want it, you want it to seem like you have some pieces to build around. I think last year was such a difficult year for the Jets that it would be difficult for this team to not be improved. <laughs> ultimately, though, I, I think you know the, the comparison I use it would be kind of like the Browns Baker Baker Mayfield's rookie season where they had a losing record, but you felt like they were getting better as the season went along. You felt like they were really starting to build something. So you know, it was difficult to say like they need to win this many games they six whether it's six seven eight. I think ultimately though. You want the Jets to be the team that like nobody wants to play in December. You know, if you if you have a playoff spot on the line, you, you want you want opponents to look at this and say this is a really up and coming team. They have a lot of young talent that's flashing it seems like the pieces are coming together. I think if we if that's the case then this season will be a success.
1: One of the things that I really liked about what they did this offseason was not only did they use their high draft capital to come in and get potentially high impact players, but they went out and signed someone like Carl Lawson from from the Bengals, who is a very underrated pass rusher. Unfortunately, he goes out yesterday and and tears his Achilles, or at least that is the fear that he has this serious injury. By the time you're listening to this, maybe we we know all of the facts on that. How do you think this affects not just their team, but culture for a player who was going to be a big part of what they were trying to to build, as you said?
3: Oh, absolutely. And Lawson's signing was a very big deal for the Jets because this is a team that's lacked a consistent edge rusher since 2005. After mm-hmm. that season, they traded John Abraham to Atlanta. And the funny thing is, it's not just that they've failed to find edge rushers. They really haven't made much of an effort. The Jets were really looking to invest on their defensive line this this offseason. They spent the big money there. They decided that they could coach up the corners. Losing loss is a big deal. It puts a lot more pressure on Quinnen Williams. It puts a lot more pressure on Sheldon Rankins. They're really going to have to generate big pass rush from their interior if they don't have Lawson because they don't have the corners in the back to protect this defensive line.
1: Locked On Today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey, your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. Coming up, are the Raiders at a crossroads? And if so, which direction will they head? Now, here's what you need
0: to be locked on today.
1: A brawl that included punches, thrown helmets, and had four starts and stops prompted Raiders head coach John Gruden to send his players to the buses and end day two of a chippy joint practice session with the Rams on Thursday. That's enough of that crap, Gruden said. That's not good for football. That's not good for anything. So that's the end of the practice session. At the very least, it is on brand for the Raiders. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts was a late scratch from Thursday's preseason game against the New England Patriots due to an illness. Hurts took part in warm-ups and appeared fine, even dancing between reps at times, but did not join his teammates on the sidelines at the start of the game. The illness is not related to COVID-19, according to the Eagles. Phillies offense could not get going with Joe Flacco and Nick Mullins. They took the collar on the night, falling to the Patriots 35 to nothing, with Bill Belichick leaving his starters in longer than expected. And after the Eagles beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl a couple years ago, it's not surprising because we know if Bill Belichick is anything, he's got a little petty streak. And I love
2: it. I absolutely love it.
1: The Arizona Coyotes got a surprising eviction
2: notice on Thursday. Hey Coyotes fans, Robin Leon, here with Locked On Coyotes. Some pretty big news coming out of the Arizona area. City of Glendale announcing they will be ending their lease agreement with the Arizona Coyotes, essentially kicking the Coyotes out of Gila River Arena after next year. So this upcoming year of a 2021-2022 season will be the Arizona Coyotes last year in the City of Glendale. Now it's... You've heard from the podcast previously on Lockdown Coyotes that the Arizona Coyotes are already looking for a new potential arena in Tempe. They're looking for a proposal to build a development area off Priest and Rio Salado in Tempe, not too far from the Arizona State campus. That's an a option from them, obviously, but still unknown. Questions still up in the air. In the time being, there are still several other options for the Coyotes once next year it comes around that they still have to leave. The, the ASU's new arena is one of those possibilities.
1: The Dallas Mavericks are hiring two-time WNBA champion Christy Tolliver as an assistant coach. Tolliver had previous NBA coaching experience. She spent parts of two seasons as an assistant on the Washington Wizards staff. Tolliver is currently playing for the LA Sparks, where she is under contract through the 2022 season. An NBA coaching job wouldn't impact her playing career. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for coming up next on BetOnline.ag, the NFL. I don't know if you heard this. The NFL is back. NFL Super Bowl odds have been updated after a week of preseason games. And Kansas City, not surprisingly, still the favorites. They are plus 525 to hoist the Lombardi Trophy. Tampa Bay checks in at 6-1. to The Packers 11-1. The Bills 12-1. to And Cleveland 14-1. For all your MLB, NFL, college football, and golf lines, betonline.ag has you covered. Sign up today for a free account. At BetOnline.ag and use the promo code LockedOn for a 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.
0: Here is another story you need to know.
1: The Las Vegas Raiders come into the 2021 season at a bit of a crossroads. We haven't seen the kind of growth under head coach John Gruden that certainly the Raiders were hoping for, but they still have had some good offenses. They've worked hard to fix this defense. But again, we haven't seen the growth on that side of the ball just yet. Joining me now, host of Locked on Raiders and Locked on Bets, it's your boy Q. And and Q, I was really surprised the other day. I went to look at the betonline.ag uh, futures and the Raiders had the same Super Bowl odds as the Philadelphia Eagles, 80 to 1, way down at the bottom of the league. And to me, that didn't make sense because I look at this team and I know they've had some issues defensively, but offensively, it seems like this team is going to be really good. So so what are the odds makers missing?
4: I think they're just looking at the defense. I really do. I just think they're saying, hey, you know what? Until you show that that defense could be better, we're not going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I think offensively, you're right. I think offensively, they can compete with anybody in the league, really. I mean, I think they could score. But can they stop you from scoring is the biggest question. And I'll tell you, from being out at training camp each and every day, this defense under Gus Bradley, they at least look like they get it. They look like they're flying around. They look like they understand their job. They look like they're going to be a lot better. I keep saying look because it's training camp. It's preseason. It's not the Bullets live right now. But I'm telling you, from being there, they do appear to to figure out what they're doing.
1: Well, and and they made some big moves to try and get better. They bring in Yannick Ngakwe. They bring in Casey Hayward. We're talking about Pro Bowl caliber players. So what do you think, Gus Bradley, and those guys can bring to this defense that they've been missing? Well, you know what? They're
4: they're uh they're, they're bringing some leadership. They're bringing um, the veteran presence that has been there, done that. You know, Unique Ngakwe was working with Gus Bradley in Jacksonville his rookie year, so he kind of knows how to get the most out of him. Uh, Max Crosby, who's a, a guy that now is going into his third year with the Raiders, is like right under Unique Ngakwe's arm every day. I mean, he's like his buddy. You know, he's learning the tricks of the trade from him. So they're they're a, a tough one-two punch, at least they appear to be. And then Casey Hayward's going to teach this young secondary what they need to do. And the thing about the secondary that I really like, and I've been harping on, and I think Raider Nation's actually getting tired of me talking about, is Ron Miles, the secondary coach. He's been in the, around the league for a long time, and he gets it. He knows what he's doing. So he's not just a coach, in my opinion, he's a teacher. And when you're a young secondary and a young team, really, if you look at it on paper, outside of the veterans that you mentioned, You need a teacher. You need someone that could teach you the the ropes and show you what you need to
1: do and and how to get it done. I can't let you go without asking you about the guy who was the headline all offseason. We heard Tim Brown, Raiders legend, the other day say he thinks John Gruden would stay up at night thinking about ways to get Aaron Rodgers. Are you at all concerned about what these rumors are going to do to this team in 2021 and specifically to someone like Derek Carr, who is, by the way, given everything he's had to this franchise since he got to town?
4: No, you know what? I think that Derek Carr is not worried about it. I think Derek Carr just goes into and realizes I got to make sure that coach is happy. Um, You know, I think every team in the league, as you very well know, would go after Aaron Rodgers, except for maybe Kansas City and Tampa Bay. You know, I mean, for the most part, there's obviously other teams that don't need him right now. But I mean, that's the guy who's going to walk into Canton. So if you feel like you're an Aaron Rodgers away from a Super Bowl, yeah, you go make a move for him. But Derek Carr is very confident. He's appeared very confident in training camp and media sessions. He's, you know, owning the team. He doesn't really care about the outside noise. And but I think that he's going to be fine. It's year four with him and Gruden together. And I think he's got control of this offense. I don't think he's worried about it. The guys are out there playing for him. They'll be fine.
1: Coming up, why aren't the ravens in the contender conversation? Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I got a text from a friend yesterday. He said, have you had the grasshopper cookie? And I said, have I had it? It is the greatest. It is the greatest. I have long championed the coconut brownie, but... I think the Grasshopper may have unseated it. You can't go wrong with either, frankly. All of these bars, whether you go for the Grasshopper, the Coconut Almond, Peanut Butter Brownie, Salted Caramel, they're all covered in 100% chocolate. They are high in protein, high in fiber, low in net carbs, low in sugar. And yet, seriously, they taste awesome. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKS15 to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code lox 15 for 15% off. At Built.com. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. They have the 2019 League MVP. They went 11-5 last season and won a playoff game. And yet, when it comes to conversations around the contenders for the 2021 NFL season, somehow the Baltimore Ravens name does not come up. Joining me now from Locked On Ravens is Kevin Ostriker. And Kevin, this is a team under John Harbaugh. That has had pretty consistent success. Lamar Jackson is a dynamic player, and this defense is incredibly stout. So what am I missing here? Why aren't the Ravens in these conversations?
0: You know, Peter, they should be. And to an extent, they have been, but you're right. It hasn't been what I think a lot of people have been expecting. This team has that great 2019 year, 14-2. and Take a bit of a step back. They have the COVID situation and some injuries as well. Ronnie Stanley, Nick Boyle, some big ones. But the Ravens, I think, attacked this offseason like they should have. They revamped their offensive line. They did lose Orlando Brown Jr., but, you know, that was something that he wanted, not necessarily the team. And also, I think that the Ravens added some talent on defense. They did lose Matthew Junon, Yannick Ngakwe. Jihad Ward is pass rushers, but a couple of weeks ago, add Justin Houston. That's a huge move, in my opinion. I think that will take them over the top there. So, In terms of contenders, I think the Ravens are certainly one of them. I have a big four, and and that big four is Baltimore, Cleveland, Kansas City, Buffalo. No particular order, but those are my big four. So I think that Baltimore is going to be right in the thick of things in the AFC. Definitely. I think a playoff berth is no doubt, but they have the potential to go really far this postseason, potentially even making it and winning a Super Bowl.
1: That is also the big four of BetOnline.ag in the AFC. The Ravens currently have the same Super Bowl future odds as the LA Rams, who are getting a lot more buzz. So clearly the odds makers see the value in the Baltimore Ravens. It's just in conversations like this, they don't tend to come up as much. You mentioned the offseason moves that Baltimore made. One of the big questions from last season and moving forward has been the play of the wide receivers. They make the move in the first round to bring in Rashad Bateman. Unfortunately, he gets hurt. So have they done enough? What do they need to get out of this skill group for them to be not just in the conversation, but legitimate AFC and Super Bowl contenders?
0: Yeah, I, I think, Peter, they don't have to be the top passing offense in the NFL. I don't expect that whatsoever. They have one of the best rushing offenses, you know, the best, in my opinion, in the entire NFL. And I think that's the way it will stay. They they have a bunch of receivers now, though. They can play all over the field. Baltimore was dealing with a lot of slot slot options in 2020. Guys were kind of playing on the outside, but that's not necessarily where their best Marquise Brown, one of those, Devin Duvernay, some of those guys are playing on the outside when really their best play comes in the slot, not that they can't do it. So what they do is they add Bateman, they add Sammy Watkins in free agency, two moves that I, I really like. Now Bateman, yes, will probably be out for the first couple of weeks, maybe even the first month of the regular season. But they have the depth now to weather that. James Prochet II has had a phenomenal training camp. He's been the star of training camp and really done a lot to earn a roster spot. I think he's a virtual lock at this point. I think that the Ravens have the potential, and Greg Roman opening up that playbook as well is big. I think that the Ravens can definitely be a top 15 at least passing offense this year.
1: And finally, Kevin Durant announced a partnership and sponsorship deal with the cannabis marketplace Weed Maps on Thursday and said he plans to use his platform to destigmatize marijuana use among athletes. Durant told ESPN, I think it's far past time to address the stigmas around cannabis that still exist in the sports world as well as globally. This partnership is going to help us continue to normalize those conversations as well as create content, events, and a lot more through our boardroom media network. This is just the beginning for us. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked On Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on Monday, we'll continue to go around the NFL to get you ready for the 2021 season. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.